Welcome to the Easy Loss Weight Loss Show. Sue and James have helped thousands to lose weight and make massive improvements in their lives with the Easy Loss Weight Loss Program, both in person and with their range of best-selling apps. So here's your host, Sue Peckham. Hi everyone, it's Sue Peckham here from Easy Loss and today I'm absolutely delighted to have uh, with us for the very first time an Easy Loss member of our Facebook group um, who's come all the way from Maidstone to meet me today and it's Joe Gennari. Hi Joe. Hi, I'm pleased to see you. I'm pleased to see you too and also we, we should just say that on Joe's lap is Bilko. So I know we talk about him a lot on the Facebook group and uh, everyone's really interested to meet him. So we've taken some photographs and uh, he's going to sit on Joe's lap and hopefully be a good boy and be quiet. <laughs> and I can confirm he's very cute, but very dinky. He is very dinky. Handbag dog. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, look, he likes you. He wants to take kisses. <laughs> and we, we just... You know, so thrilled that Joe's come in to, to meet with us today and to make this podcast with us because for for me to actually get to meet some of the people that use our program is such a privilege because we, we've chatted on the Facebook group and we've chatted a couple of times on the phone, yep. haven't we? And yep. um, But to actually meet people in person is wonderful. So thank you so much for making the journey today. I know it's been about three hours, did you say it was, to get Yeah, here? but all on the train and a lovely little adventure and, and worth it because obviously I'm really enthusiastic and excited about what Easy Loss has done for me. Yeah, and I, I wasn't aware, and quite often I don't think we are aware, when we read in the post, posts from people on the Facebook page and you, you see the same names coming up time after time, oh, I'm just going to... Um, let you know that James has just popped into the office. Make so, sure you've pressed record. To make sure I've pressed the record button. Um, so, going back to what I was saying, we see the same names coming up a, again and again. Similar kind of statements, questions, um, people helping each other. But what we don't really know is people's whole story. And I remember seeing um, a post from you when you'd reached your target weight and you'd got where you felt really really good about yourself and I remember you saying um easy loss had not only helped you to lose the weight but also you'd overcome an eating disorder which up until then because you've been with us probably about a year yes yeah, possibly yeah and and I just thought wow you know there's so many different stories that people have got and that's kind of how we got talking wasn't yes. it because I, I contacted you and uh, asked if you'd be prepared to share your story with me and then of course when we started the podcast and I, I said to Joe, you know got to get Joan because she's got such a fantastic story so can I hand over to you Joe, and ask you can you sort of tell us your story from the beginning because it is a, a really great story and how you overcame everything yep I'll, I'll certainly try my best um I went to an all-girls secondary school and um whilst I was there I was sort of third year so I would have been about 13 um I was bullied very badly um right. a very a dominant girl at school who um was actively encouraging people and as a result I sought solace in food um okay. I um, did you have a weight problem at the time no no I was I was slim I was naturally I'm five foot ten I was naturally slim although I wasn't particularly healthy I wasn't a sporty person oh. um but when things got out of hand at school I would retreat into uh, binge eating and significant particularly chocolate chocolate was always my nemesis mm. and I would eat 
many many bars in a, in one sitting hide it from my family hide it from my friends yeah, I know when we were talking earlier you you said something that was quite shocking at one time you ate how many curly whirlies I ate a box of 48 right it was quite an achievement um I didn't eat curly whirlies for a long time afterwards um but I I was absolutely unable to cope and I used food as a control and it's that you don't realize actually food has control over you you are not in control but you think you are um and I I went all the way through school like that um and through sixth form pretending everything was fine recognizing it not recognizing that it wasn't um if I'm honest the only thing that really kept me going as a teenager was that I joined air cadets and I spent time with boys as well as girls and I competed and I I became a drill sergeant and got my glider pilot's license I did some amazing things as an air cadet which kept me going it was like I had two lives I had a sounds like the things you were doing at air cadets you really were achieving yeah for a young person really great things like that would have built your self-esteem and absolutely self-confidence in that environment absolutely in that environment I felt confident I felt strong and I felt capable and then I would go to school or on the way to school and everything would crash um and so it was almost like I had two sides to my personality and my life um when I then went to university I found that I I struggled to cope I was on my own um I was exercising extremely heavily to the point so where... So how old would you have been? Sorry, I was 19. So you'd already had six years yes, of issues Yeah, with I'd been family. ill since I was 13. Okay. Um, my first year at university, I didn't eat properly and I got to the point where I was exercising three or four times a day and I was using the university gym and deliberately avoiding seeing the same instructor going to different classes mm-hmm, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. people wouldn't see that I was really over exercising I didn't recognize I had a problem um, and by the end of my second year when it really went downhill I absolutely crashed um, had thoughts of suicide um, some very half-hearted attempts which were cries for help rather than mm-hmm. anything else and as a result got some help I, I stopped university and, and got my, tried to get my health back by this point I was under seven stone which wow. at five foot ten is not a good look no. I don't recommend and I just struggled to cope and I, I muddled on got back into work because I wasn't able to continue university at the time I just wasn't strong enough and I was concentrating on trying to get better and I think once you've left university and started earning a bit of money it's quite hard to then go back and be a poor student again so I I sort of muddled on until eventually I um, left where I was I was in Leeds and I moved um, down south because I'd met somebody that I I wanted to be with My, my 20s and 30s to be honest whilst I had recovered to a point from an eating disorder in that I wasn't binging every day I wasn't uh, throwing up I, I was I was generally on a fairly even keel although I was very prone to depression right. um, which probably all along I'd had but I hadn't recognized and so I used food as a crutch I would reward myself with food I would punish myself with food I was my weight would fluctuate up and down um, quite significantly from being probably close to a size 20 to... Did you follow diets at that time at all? I tried um, most of the official diet clubs. I tried um, cutting things out. I thought maybe I've got an intolerance to this, that and the other. I've, you know, imagined I've got every intolerance. I uh, did calorie counting. I did low-fat, high-carb, 
you name it and I would do things for a week or two mm. and then give up and then eat an inordinate amount of food because mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. I failed I failed this I can't keep it up and it wasn't until I got much later in life and heading towards my 40th birthday that I realized that I had a son and I wanted to be a decent role model for him and that I couldn't keep going the way I was going okay. um, you know it does affect your self-esteem it does affect your ability sure. to cope um, so I, I started you know trying to be more healthy coming up to my 40th birthday with exercise rather than food okay. and I used exercise where I could um, and what difference did that make at that time? At the time, the main thing with exercise was it's a, it's a, a mood booster. It's the achieving things you've not done before. And for somebody who wasn't sporty, um, yeah. to actually get out and do some exercise was fantastic. It didn't have a huge impact on my weight, um, but it made me feel better. Um, I had an injury in 2013, which meant pretty much for the entire year I was unable to exercise. I fell on an ankle I'd previously broken and tore two right. ligaments. So I was... Whilst I was able to work, I certainly wasn't able to go running. No. And then in towards the end of 2013, I started running again a little bit, but very half-heartedly. Not enough to make any impact on really my health or fitness. No. And then I accidentally stumbled along, along Easy Loss. I was on iTunes, and I'm really not sure what I was looking for. <laughs> okay. But I stumbled along the Easy Loss app, and at that point... I was telling the world I was a size 16. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I can still fit in that elasticated waist size 16. I must still be a size 16. But anything that was fitted didn't fit. And if I'm honest, I was struggling with a size 18. Right. Um, I was probably the heaviest I'd been. um, And I was um, really unhappy. I was... I was doing well at work, um, everything else was fine, but I wasn't feeling good about me. And this was around about the beginning of 2014? Yeah, it was It was probably... There's a picture on the Facebook page of me in the February when I did the Mad Dog Run in a light I've outfit, one, yeah. which was the picture that made me think, dear God, help me now. I need to do... It was horrific. Yeah. That picture, I was so ashamed of. I'd, I, I had hideous glasses on because the uh, September before I had a detached retina right? and so I wasn't able to wear my contact lenses and I was feeling bad about the um, having the glasses on and then when I saw this picture of these rolls in lycra I, I just it was horrible right and so I ate for a month probably to okay. to, to make myself feel even mm. worse um and then discovered easy loss and I started with the virtual gastric band session one and I stayed on that that really hit for me hit home around rebalancing my attitude to food and recognizing that food didn't need to be a crutch it didn't need to be a punishment or a reward it was a fuel to keep me going um I could still love food because I do I love to cook Mm. I love to entertain and I could still really really enjoy food but I didn't have to be thinking about it every minute of the day I didn't have to be panicking about where the next... You know, there's this thing that we say about, I'm worried about feeling hunger. Mm. And then you recognise that actually, that just means you've used your supplies up and you're ready for your next yeah. meal. And hunger yeah. is really good. Yeah. None of us are, are going to be unable to get our next meal. You know, we're in a developed world. We're not starving. Yeah, it's, it's maybe, maybe a couple of hours or even a few I, hours, but it's not going to be dangerous. No, and, and it's not going yeah. to be dangerous. If we don't eat for an hour, you know, we're in a meeting and we're hungry, the world won't end. No. 
your tummy might rumble and everyone might laugh but that's the worst that might you know might happen um, and was that when you started to notice the decrease in the symptoms of the eating disorder I, I definitely really aware that you were I wasn't really aware things? so much then but what I was very much aware of is that I felt more in control with have without having to consciously think about it if that makes sense sure yeah I just felt that I was using food as fuel I was eating it was the bit about eating what you want not what you think you ought to yeah. because like everyone else I love butter and cream and everything but you do the low fat everything and it's full of sugar and I certainly still eat more sugar than I ought to but at the time I ate a lot of sugar and I ate a lot of low fat things that were packed full of sugar and sweeteners and I've made a conscious effort to reduce a lot of those but virtual gastric band one was just the session that I think I probably stayed on for three or four months right and I know you could have moved and I'm but it you just, felt comfortable and that was working for you. It felt for me that that was the way to go. What I needed to do was really think about my eating habits and having that approach of not being ruled by food. Mm-hmm. And so I stayed there because that was incredibly powerful. And then um, you put... A little bit of, this isn't broken, I'm not going to fix it. Ab- absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And I recognise that I've been ill since I was 13 and I'm 42. So whatever you do is not going to happen overnight. And, you know, yeah. we've all been on those quick fix diets where you'll lose five pounds in a week. But actually... Find it again the following abs- week. And find its friends <laughs> as well, usually. Yeah. You know, it com- comes back with its mates. Yeah. But what I wanted to do was try and lose slowly and sensibly, but it, to be sustainable and to be about changing my attitude and my lifestyle so yeah. that it wasn't ruled. And I, I didn't see food as the enemy or the friend or solace or whatever you mm. we, we, we you know we regard food as and so the first session just worked and I didn't need to I confess now I didn't weigh at the start I had a pair of jeans that I wanted to fit into um, and I used those on the front of my wardrobe because I'd been so ill with my eating I was for me constantly weighing isn't healthy so I deliberately didn't. But you could feel but yourself I, becoming slimmer. Yeah. You could judge it by your clothes. Yeah, and I took a picture of myself in these jeans that I wanted to, to fit into and I couldn't zip up and you could see how far away they were. Yeah. And three weeks later, I got in them. How did that feel? Um, well, I struggled to breathe a little, but I did actually <laughs> zip them up, so that was a good start. The following week when I could wear them and breathe, it was really, really exciting. Yeah. And I went out to Blue Water and went shopping skipping around in my skinny jeans oh, fabulous. and loved it but that was better for me than yeah. con- concentrating on numbers and that's a purely personal thing yeah I didn't want this to be another diet and yeah. I know it's not but when you change your eating habits it's easy to start talking about diets it's really useful that you mention that because a lot of people say why do you have uh listen to the first session for a minimum of two weeks and a minimum weight loss of two pounds and then the second session for another minimum two weeks and a weight loss total of eight pounds the reason for that is and i hope you don't mind me interrupting no not at all it's a good good opportunity to explain the 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 reasoning behind it is because when people come into us in the office we know exactly what their issues are but we don't know the 120 is it 120,000 downloads now Wow. For the virtual gastric band app alone. We don't know what those people's specific issues are. So we had to make it generic. And the only way we can be certain that they've got it is if the weight starts to shift. So that's why we say, you know, after 
minimum of two weeks if you've lost two pounds move on because we know that the yeah. message is getting through and the new habits are starting to change and again for the next two weeks to have lost the eight pounds but then you know some people say just well it doesn't say how much i have to weigh each week after that that's because it really doesn't matter it's like you're saying it's not about the numbers on the scales no. it's about how you feel and how um good you feel yeah. in your clothes and your clothes are getting looser so you can tell and it just carries on like and i think the thing with when you when you constantly weigh absolutely understand that you know from an you can't see what's happening in people's mm-hmm. homes so those milestones initially are really important for people to realize that they are taking it on board yeah. but for me the constantly weighing it's it, the impact that people have when they don't get the number they're expecting on a scale and and the amount of friends i've got who weigh every day and then their whole day is ruled by that number yeah. if it's a good day they go and celebrate and usually that's with food and if it's a bad number they commiserate and they go well i've blown it so i'll have some more chocolate yeah and it had to be a lifestyle change for me and it had to be slow because i'd spent so long building this really unhealthy relationship with food Mm. that I wasn't going to change it overnight and I needed to be able to for it to happen gradually and for it to feel like it was natural and it was becoming part of who I am and and how I live and and that's what it's done so I I stayed on uh, virtual gastric band one yeah until you brought out the bikini body app okay and the bikini body app really resonated with me because I, I didn't feel that I, I wanted to progress um, onto the surgery sessions. Right. But the Bikini Body one had sessions which were around reprogramming and emotional eating, which I felt were triggers for me. Mm-hmm. So I, did, I followed that and I did session one and session two and the emotional eating. Mm-hmm. And for me, I found that session two is astonishing. It's, okay. it's the idea that for many of us, you can't imagine what you'll be like when you are at the end point of, you know, it's yeah. not the end point, it's the beginning yeah. of the rest of your life, but yeah. the end point of your weight loss journey, you can't visualise, and, and I've hidden behind being the fat, friendly, funny one and all the rest of it, mm. and to be able to visualise a fit, healthy me coming towards me is really, really powerful. And it makes me, when I, throughout the day, think, you know, I want to get to that point and I know they've used before loads of times on the Facebook page, haven't they? Will it make the boat go faster? The, the right, rowing yeah. metaphor. Yeah, that's on one of the, <coughs> our videos. Yes. That, um, we've, I'll put the links up to the videos again later on today so people can find that. But, but that, that, again, for me, is it's, will I get to the point I... When that person comes towards me, when I'm in my quiet, lovely place, which mm. is it's always Bedgebury Forest, because that's where I exercise a lot with my son... And there's a beautiful lake with a bridge that comes over. And it just seems the perfect place for the healthy fit me to come through. Yeah. And the healthy fit me runs and is in Lycra and looks like they could run and looks happy and empowered and healthy and runs a lot quicker than I do at the moment. But that's fine. I'll get there. You will. And that session, I think, is brilliant. I think it's really powerful. Um, it's amazing, isn't it? The difference that different people have with the different sessions that the ones they find more motivating the yeah. ones they find just click into place for them and there's no right or wrong no. way to do it you do no. it according to the progress that you're making absolutely at the time. i mean I, I i do i do we see sometimes that i think 
one of the risks is that people perhaps try to do too many of the sessions at once rather than getting to rather grips than with one really time, getting yeah. to grip with one because it isn't a rush it isn't a race um i listen as i said i still listen to virtual gastric band one regularly and i tend to listen to the second session of uh, bikini body yeah and the other session i listen to at the moment and i do listen to this one daily is the improve your running okay. because i've got three and a half weeks to the paris marathon Oh, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going Absolutely to be so, amazing. so exciting. And I did actually say on Twitter the other day on a, a running forum that I was using, people were talking about the confidence to start exercising. And I, I said that your your app for that, your or your running session, yeah. is amazing. Because and it, of course that's now on our chill pill. Yes. Um, yes, yeah. So people can just download the chill pill. They don't actually have to go to all the effort of downloading Absolutely. the sessions like you did. because. It wasn't available no. when you first started using and, it. And quite it? a few of my friends who I, I run, I have a, an old friend from school who I, I ran recently with when we all, the Easy Losses all got together. Um, and she and I meet up around the country and run. Mm-hmm. And she is a naturally slim, fit, healthy person. She eats like a horse when she's hungry. She's tiny, but she doesn't ever think about food. She doesn't no. give it a moment's thought. She just gets on with it, eats when she's hungry. And I've always aspired to be like her. Um, and and now it's starting. And now it's starting. I'm 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 not quite there yet, but I'm getting there. But she's listened to the Improve Your Running. Um, she's she doesn't need to to worry about weight, but she's found the Improve Your Running really useful. And a number of my friends listen to it. Fabulous. Um, you know, people who are doing Catch to Five K. It's just yeah. that confidence boost. And I think it's um, it's a really powerful session again, just to get people. You know, you don't all have to want to run a marathon. No. Actually, running to the end of the road for some people to really, start with is. I really love on the group how you've posted about the different types of running that you've done. Um, I'm sure you've seen Adele post yes. about the park runs. I mean, that to me is absolutely brilliant because that's, you know, that's it. that is more about the fun absolutely uh, element. But they, they do have that bit of a challenge, and, and she is going to come in in a few weeks' time and talk to us about that. Oh, brilliant! But what you did, and I think James and I were were both really in awe of it was you pulled together a group of non-runners from the Easy Loss Facebook yeah. group and some some people you'd never even met and you all met up to do the... The Mad Dog 10K. The Mad Dog 10K. Yeah. And oh, that was just uh, that was just so lovely, wasn't it? It's to, to see those people yeah. achieving and to see some, you know, something that if those people hadn't have found our Easy Loss app, they'd have never have met up, possibly. No, no so, I mean... I've got some lovely friends that I um, have met along the way. Um, I've met people from a previous forum, and then we've all moved on to Easy Loss, and we're, we've maintained our, our friendships there, and I've met some lovely new people yeah. who, you know, you see every day at the moment, people asking about Couch to 5K, and it's really exciting. Yeah, it doesn't take much for one person, well, if that person can do it, Absolutely. I can do it. You, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm really keen that you don't have to be a size 10, you don't have to be 25, Running is a way for me. Running, I can run off a bad day. Mm-hmm. I can. It's me time. It's it's empowering. I occasionally get the chance to go to really lovely places and I've run. I've noticed that you and um, Alison post beautiful, post yeah, fabulous photos. And of course, you wouldn't get to some of those places if you were in a car. No, and you, you know, you've got to walk or run to them. But the, the photographs are beautiful. Well, and that's it. I might have a ten-year-old son who's incredibly sporty. He he plays every sport known to mankind, and um, he runs with me, um, and we get out together, and we have 
time together to run or if I'm doing a longer run he comes on his bike brilliant and so you get the family thing absolutely well. you know and, and part of it is about wanting to be a good role model and it's the same with the eating you know I, I, I think I've said before that when I watch my son eat he will say I've had enough can I stop now and I've never forced him never said oh keep going keep going if he's had enough he eats really well and if he wants to stop he stops and and kids are really good at that and we forget that as adults don't we that you, no, you know you no don't one's have... born with a an eating disorder no. or a relationship with food and they're not born with a clock that says it's 12:30 i must have my lunch you know again i i've i've often had to stagger my evening meal when i think i'm okay it's time to eat because he says oh, i'm not actually hungry can we wait an hour and he he won't eat if he's yeah. not hungry and Unless possibly right. it's Haribo, but that's a ten-year-old, that's a ten-year-old boy thing. <laughs> yeah, getting Get their child. <laughs> but that you know, and that learning to eat, relearning how to eat again is is really helpful. And it does mean that you can be a good role model, whether that's with what you eat or exercise. And I think what's really interesting with it, with the Easy Loss program is how many people have been motivated to exercise. It might not, be, it might be thirty day shred everyone's doing, or it might be that they're planking, or but they're doing things. But also, I don't know what you think, but I, what I've really, really been moved by are the number of people who really struggle with maybe even moving around, mm-hmm. but they're starting to support each other and they're starting to um, get the idea that you can just move a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a lady uh, a few months ago who posted on there that she was so thrilled she'd actually managed to do a whole lap of her garden. Mm. Do you remember that yeah. lady? And that's, to me, that absolutely. is absolutely the most thrilling thing to see yeah. everyone getting swept uh, along it. Because it. It, it is... It's moving around, isn't it? Is, it? it is just moving a little bit. And, it, you know, yes, I, I bang on about running because I absolutely love it and I'm passionate about it. But I recognise that you don't have to do that to be successful and that not everyone can. But if you can just do a little bit, it certainly supplements and it's yeah. all part of looking after yourself and being yeah. kind to yourself. And, and my running time is that. It's me taking time out to improve me. Yeah. I run with I run with my best friend... I have other friends that I run with um, and friends that I ru- almost run virtually with. Yeah. You know, my, my friend who lives in Nottingham, we have a little Facebook group, a few of us, that we just get together and chat about what we've done on our runs that week. And, yeah, that's great. You know, it's not about... Um, we're just motivating each other and keeping each other up to date. Will now, you come back and talk about the Paris Marathon? Yes, love yeah. to. Oh, yeah. If I'm still walking. Three weeks. Yeah. Three and a three half weeks. weeks, April the 12th. Have you got plans to do any other city ones, like the New York one? Um, I'm doing this year um, the Buell Water 15, which I did last year, which is a 15-mile race around the Buell Water Reservoir. It's an off-road. I did it last year very unfit, and Ros and I had listened the night before to improve your running. And Ross had never listened to it before. Listened to it and ran the whole fifteen miles. We were wow, so under we were so under trained. It was untrue. Um, I was next to last, but I finished. You finished. I've done it twice. I did it much faster the first time, and I'm doing the Great North Run in um, September. Um, I'm trying to raise awareness for a condition that my nephew has. So I've been posting all over the place and getting people at work involved. And um, I'm hoping if 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 Ros lets me do another marathon, because I blame her for this year's <laughs> marathon, I'd like to do a marathon again, but I'd like to do one in the autumn 
because what I fa- what I have found a real challenge is training over the winter because it's dark right. and it's cold and we've really had to kick ourselves to get out sometimes on cold foggy sure. we've done it and I'm yeah. really proud that we've got out and done it but I'd much rather do some of that training in September or over the summer and use for example the Great North Run as a training point in the middle yeah. I mean, last weekend we did a half marathon um as part of our plan right. race and we both got personal bests oh, took, I took, took 10 minutes off my time thank you wow. thank you so I was really I'm still a slow runner but I'm I'm edging so my personal trainer last night said you ought to try Amsterdam apparently it's in October and it's flat because Amsterdam is, is very flat, Holland is very flat yeah. so if I'm allowed to might be a possibility brilliant now Joe, I'm, I'm very aware we're just coming to the end of our time today you and I have uh, we PM don't we yes. on Facebook and when you do a run we tweet about it yes and can you just um, I, we will have some podcast notes that people will be able to go onto our, our, our podcast page which is www.easyloss.co.uk forward slash podcast and we will pop on the notes the um your twitter oh yes is that so yes of course and then when we post on the facebook group because not everyone who listens to our podcast are are facebook group members and although we post it on the facebook group and i'm sure you've had lots of support from the facebook group there might be other people who might like to to tweet or to to pick up your tweets about your running and your easy loss journey so we'll we'll pop that on and you mentioned that you were running for a a charity are you running for something for your yeah my uh, nephew has neurofibromatosis okay which is a condition that um benign tumors um dark patches developmental delays so i have a 12 year old nephew for example who who can't ride a bike because he's so dyspraxic he can't live um the same kind of life a lot of 12 year olds do Um, he's he's had some. And do you have a just giving page for that? I do. Yes. So if you'd like to send me the oh, just giving page, I will pop that on the sure. podcast. Thank notes. you, thank you. That um, would be really you know, fantastic. Uh, so that people can find that if they want thank to. Thank you. And as Jane said, please, please come back and see us again when you've yeah. completed. And the I will be loads of photos. I'll be all over Facebook with the photos. Oh, <laughs> well, I we, hope you're going to have a, a sweatshirt with Easy Loss on it when you're running. I, th- I think we should try I and think, sort that out. Well, we did try and sort one thing we did say was that there's a couple of uh, family races in London in the summer there's one at the Olympic Park that does a family and that does a, a marathon which you do in a relay and if we could get a few people together it could be quite a good way and we could all have easy loss t-shirts the yeah, more yeah, people we really. can get to know about easy loss yeah. well, there will be, okay there will be a big team easy loss at the mad dog next year fabulous right. we'll get that sorted yeah so for today joe i'd just like to say thank you so much for making the the train journey it's been a pleasure from Maidstone. and thank you for coming and seeing us i'm glad you got to meet bill Coe. so am i he's and gorgeous how how well behaved has he been today not a murmur bless him no. we'll, we'll pop the photo up on the facebook page a bit later can i please ask if you have enjoyed this podcast today would you please share it with your friends share it on your Facebook page or on your Twitter there's a little if you've got an iPhone there's a little share button at the top of the page and uh, I'm still waiting for someone to let me know how you share podcasts on Android but I'm sure somebody will and visit our website and visit our Facebook page Uh, we do have a page as well as a group on Facebook which is um, just search Easy Loss Programme and that will take you to our page but for now I'd just like to say thank you to Joe. Thank for, you for, for having me. Thank it's, you, Joe. It's been our Inspirational. Pleasure. Inspirational. And thank you for James for coming all the way over to push the button. <laughs> Magnificently. 
<laughs> so make sure I, I, I did it right this time. And um, we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Easy Loss Weight Loss Show. Remember to press the subscribe button to get regular podcast updates. And if you've enjoyed this show, remember to share it with your friends. Thanks for listening.